Papo. Papo. Papo, you ready? You ready, Papo? You ready to podcast? He's ready. He's ready. And three, two, one, podcast. Here we are. Here we go. We were going to have a guest, but we didn't quite get that worked out. I don't think we're as popular (laughs) as we thought. Right, and I, I, like, not like people don't want to be on it, but, like, people aren't just going to change their plans the same day. Oh, yeah. No one's going to be like, oh, hey, you know, I was going to go do X fun thing. Or, yeah, no. I don't know, maybe they will. Nobody's going to get off the couch from watching Netflix on a Sunday to come hang out You know out who us. would? You know who would, though? Who? People that don't get how incredibly unimportant this is in the yeah. grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, I people mean, who are who just, like, think like, oh, I'm gonna be on a podcast yeah. and everyone, like... Like, Dan comes on the podcast, but that's because it's in his in our living room. Because he has no choice. <laughs> yeah, just, I was gonna stay in bed. <laughs> well, get back down there, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... And I've said this so many times to people's faces that if you want to do this, you cannot just bring it up once in passing. And I mean, like, some people have brought it up multiple times in passing, but that's not what I mean by once in passing. I mean, like, if you want to do this and we haven't come to you, like, just every day, send me a message. And if you really want to get on the podcast, send Casey messages, because he hates being contacted by people. <laughs> That's not true. It's totally true. Send him a DM on Twitter. <laughs> uh, so, I wouldn't even know <coughs> how to retrieve it. Oh. Well, your phone makes a noise. Oh, okay. I mean, it's like, hey, dude. Oh, it's direct message. It's a direct message. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was like dead message or something. Hmm. No, but that's honestly an equally valid thought like you know like hey here's a message it's going to disappear after x time or whatever i yeah. don't know that's what i would imagine there you go a dying message a dying message i just had some real positive twitter interactions myself recently oh yeah yeah you guys uh next weekend i guess this weekend when it comes out brian Posehn is coming to the club um, and a friend of the podcast, Derek Sheen, is featuring for him. Yeah. And I sent a tweet out that was like, Hey, Brian Posehn, if you'd like some actually good weed while you're in town, <laughs> let me know. Derek Sheen can ba- can vouch for me. <laughs> and they both liked it. <laughs> Derek first, which, I, like, as soon as I posted it, it's like, Oh, shit, I don't know if I should have just fucking... Yeah. Oh, used Derek as, like, a... Hey, Brian, I'm totally normal. <laughs> this guy's my friend. He thinks I'm okay. Uh, but, you know, then they both liked, liked it. it. Yeah, and I was like, there that's cool, man. So I sent the, another one out being like, hey, man, just send me a message to tell me how much weed you'd like. <laughs> you know, I don't just have unlimited weed. Right. I can have access to unlimited weed. Yeah, but Which I, I think that's don't. What, I think that's what he would want. Unlimited weed. Well, you can only smoke so much weed physically, in any given moment. I would assume you could probably smoke a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and Seems. I I totally understand what you're saying, but it's like, like you can only feasibly roll a joint so wide, or a blunt so wide and so long. Yeah, you can do it. You can make like a fucking five foot blunt. And all that. But it's like, uh, why? Why would you do that? Right. To smoke it. Yeah, you say it to smoke it, but there's this thing that you're not taking you into say account. You say you're going to give Brian to weed, then you start backtracking immediately. Exactly. But you need to have all the weed. What I'm saying is that he seems like the kind of guy that even if he can't finish the unlimited weed, right? he wants it in the room while he's smoking as much as he can, like, look at all this weed <laughs> that I could smoke. Right. That I have it within Brian arm's Posehn. reach. You should. Will you text cool. Brian Posehn, please, Danny? Cool. You have his personal number? <laughs> Don't say stuff if you can't back yeah, it up. Yeah, what's up? I'll Hot text Ralphie May right shot. now. <laughs> I've got Ralphie May's number. And I've texted him twice, and each time he's been like, hey, man. 
Probably shouldn't have given you that number, huh? <laughs> like, that's, like, the underlying context. Like, oh, fuck. Why are you texting me? He probably has, like, a burner phone that he just gives that number out. I think so, because it was specifically about drugs. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, you're on the road. I'm from a state where weed's legal. Like, you are. He's, well, it is now for him. He's from California these days. I was like, if you're ever in, like, Montana or South Dakota... You need some herb, just fucking let me know. I'll fucking mail it to you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a big deal to mail drugs. Like, that's the thing I don't get. Like, it's a big deal to try to mail, like, kilograms of drugs. Like, kilos right. of drugs. But, like, putting an ounce of weed in a Ziploc bag or two and, like, you know, getting the air. Like, really, like, just not being a dick. Like, right. not just taking an ounce of loose weed and putting it in an envelope and putting it in the mail. Like, you know... I feel like worst case scenario, like, like the, the dude working for the mail... For takes the, it. Just, like, the guy that finds it is going to be a, a pothead. Right. And he'll just take it. Yeah, and you deserve that. Like, those are the rules. Like, this yeah. is the thing. <laughs> I've never, like... There doesn't need to be a big punitive thing on people, right? If you're an idiot who sends weed in such a way that other people notice it, just... Take the weed, and then that person learns, like, oh, fuck. Either they'll be like, I shouldn't send weed because it gets taken. Or they'll be like, I should be a lot smarter about how I'm mailing this weed. Next time I'm going to put it in a box of C's candies. Smart. (laughs) Really smart. Mm -hmm. I've also heard people uh, taking, like, a can of peanut butter and carving out, like, a center channel. Okay. Putting the weed in a bag in the peanut butter and then filling it back up so it looks right. like just a jar. I've never done that. I didn't do that. I just figured, like, if if the dogs end up sniffing, <laughs> right? They love looking peanut butter, yeah, so they're gonna find it. Well, and that's the other thing, right? Is like, there's no if you didn't like. If you're, if you wore gloves while you put the weed in the bag, right? Okay. Like if you're being cautious. Yeah. So you put gloves on to put the weed in the bag and you seal it up and then you take the gloves off and put the bag in the peanut butter. Like there's a way to like not touch a bunch of weed and then touch the peanut butter jar. Right. And in theory, the peanut butter is thick enough that the odor wouldn't escape. Right. It's like they, uh, the cartels will like coat bindles of weed in like uh, automotive grease because <sighs> it's thick enough that the odors don't permeate right. and it's got like a weird smell of its own. Yeah. So the dogs are like, yeah, great, auto grease. And that's why they put drugs up people's butts too because <clears throat> it has its own smell. I think that's got to be part of it, <laughs> you know, and because you'd be surprised how many condoms you can swallow. Like those, it probably wouldn't be. I mean, it's it's the amount of belly can distend. And I hope they're flavored condoms that they're using. I do too, right? <laughs> How fucking terrible would it be to have to hork just... down thirty giant yeah. stuffed plain condoms? Or like rip, like. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you get the rip and ones? Then you have to pull it out, and it's like, oh man, that felt way better going <laughs> in. <laughs> well, they don't pull them out. Just poop them? I don't know. I think they have to they, pull They them. cut the guy open? I believe that has happened to certain mules. Yeah. Like, they like I've heard all kinds of stories. Right? Yeah. And then I, uh, I don't know if this is based on truth or not, but like, if you've, do you ever watch Nip Tuck? Yeah. They did a thing there on Nip Tuck where they were, they were taking heroin up in breast implants. Oh, that makes sense. You know, they're putting huge balloon titties on these chicks and then having them fly up to Miami. And then the guys (laughs) would take it out. Yeah. And I was like, that's... Out of the boobs? Well, I mean, they'd take the implants out. And then put in new, smaller ones so the girls look normal again. Right. But it's like, that's fucking ingenious. A, you get a free flight to Miami. B, you have massive tits while you're doing it. And C, you get a pair when you're done anyway. Yeah. The only way that that plan wouldn't work is if 
They're going through air, through customs, and the guy's a perv. Wait. Starts grabbing boobs. Totally. This <laughs> boob feels this like poop. a brick of drugs. <laughs> uh, you know. They'd pack it a you just smarter. You just don't take the full body scanner. Mm-hmm. That's the thing everybody needs to understand, is you deny, you say no. No, touch me. Yeah. Like, the TSA is so fucking worthless as a concept that, like, especially if you're flying alone. Like, if I'm flying alone, I like to not shower before I go through TSA. And then I'll do a horse bath when I get through. You know what I mean? A horse yeah. bath? A horse bath, Dan. Are you familiar? A whore or a horse? Whores. A whore. Possessive S. No, what do you do? It's just like you have like, like baby sink, wipes. It's like a sink bath. Yeah, a sink yeah. bath and baby wipes. You get all the, the nasty goo out of your main nasty goo areas. Right. Like, I saw this diagram on the internet about like how men shower, and I was like, that's 100 fucking percent correct. And it was like... <laughs> We put soap on our underarms Get the hot spots. and our crotch yeah. and our like our whole genitals butt area that gets soap. Yeah. Our underarms get soap, and you know anywhere else we decide it goes. But really, right. just those two, like or three, if you want to count well, each underarm. Well, but, the rest of the body, you need those oils because they protect your skin. Right, dude. I fucking I've been on that thing for a long time, like. <laughs> Uh, adamantly against washing my face. Oh. I've, I've never... I, I haven't washed my face like, ever. I haven't washed my face in years mm. since I was required to do so by my parents during puberty. I would break uh, out. When you wash your face? Yeah. Yeah, fucking A, because you're fucking with all the oils on your face. When I was younger, yeah. And I agree that like sometimes when you're a pubescent little fuck, you're going to be too oily and have some zits. Right. But then you would wash it and it would be like worse a couple days later. Yeah, it yeah. Using the Aveeno uh, Peach Pit Exfoliant Oh the pads? No 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 it was like a cream oh. That had ground peach pit in it And you like exfoliate All the blackheads away bro huh. I prefer to just I just use lava Lava soap? Yeah Or actual lava <laughs> Just actual lava? Lava soap in the winter cause it's Alright. Less harsh on the skin. <laughs> and even though it's hot in the summer, I use lava lava in the summer. Because it's just easier to source. Where do you source lava? I drink too much milk. Just gotta go to a volcano, man. Just gotta get to a volcano, bro. <laughs> now, wait, time out on our conversation. I heard, Dan, you drank too much milk? Yeah, now I'm not hungry and my food's here. <laughs> well, share the wealth. <laughs> oh, sorry. That'll teach you. Here, I'll move no, my. I'm gonna move my jacket. <laughs> this is just gonna be a real weird podcast. Who's bringing you food? Red Dragon. Oh, Ooh, Red Dragon. I had my first delivery Chinese the other day from Red Dragon, mm-hmm. and I have to say, 100% not worth the experience. Oh no. Yeah. 100% not worth the experience. And the only reason why, it's not because the food was shitty, but it's because, like, I, I... I don't know. I just... Like, the service charge for delivery and all that, I'm like... And then you gotta tip the guy. Yeah, well... Like, I get it. I get it, right? You're driving prepared food to me because I'm in too much of an asshole to make it down to where you're cooking it. <laughs> and that's... Totally, but like, I don't know. Also, I was just nonplussed. You also don't get the uh, the whole experience, right? If you get it uh, delivered, you don't get part the of f- the experience of going to somewhere that has Asian food. I yeah, is using the chopsticks. Yeah, and then they watching, didn't and then watching, and then watching, and then watching the other people who can't use the chopsticks have and then never bothered you to feel better about yourself. Yeah. Like I'm a little bit more cultured than <laughs> watching two thirds of the people eat chow mein with a fork. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what are you yeah. doing? Or try to. My favorite now that I know how to use chopsticks, and this is like a total dick thing, and I don't mm-hmm. care. It's I, apparently I'm a giant asshole, and that's I just need to embrace it. So here we go. <laughs> I like to watch the people that are starting to learn to use chopsticks try to pick up rice in like 
individual or small clumps as opposed to like doing the thing where you yeah. just shovel the fucking stuff into your right. mouth like the actual Chinese people are doing right yeah. around you in the back. Right. Like they're just like, oh, there's just a fucking shovel. Right. No one is no one is picking up clumps of rice with their fucking chopsticks unless they're <laughs> clearly like clumped up, cooked together yeah, that's somehow. Where you get, that's where you get the stuff, the other food to mix with it. Right. Because then you're scooping up rice. Right. Yeah, ex- ex- fucking exactly. Totally. I love watching people that are still trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But then, you ever do the the chopstick challenge of trying to pick up an ice cube out of your water? Oh, it's no, like I've never done it. It's a demonstration of proficiency, bro. Oh, can you pick I, up an ice? I cube? thought that the fact that I could catch a fly with them was. <laughs> Uh, demonstration of proficiency. You're way above my level. <laughs> I'm going for static ice cubes out of a well, non-moving container. I started with bumblebees and then moved my <laughs> way down. Bumblebee tuna? I'm on flies. I'm trying to do... I'm on, like, mosquitoes now. Did you start with bumblebee tuna? <laughs> bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Yay, we're making jokes. Doing it. Doing it and doing it and doing it while... Speaking of... Who's that Charmaine? <laughs> Did you tell him to cancel it because you drank too much milk? <laughs> hey guys, can Call I have back. this come by tomorrow? Call back. Just push this delivery back a day. bring it in an hour. <laughs> I drank too much milk. milk bro. <laughs> I saw it. Oh, I saw it. Whole yeah. milk, dude. Oh man, I'm like. So, did you grow up on like two percent and skim? Uh, I think we had two percent most of the time I was growing up. Okay, we did when I was in the beginning, and then my mom bit super hard on the low fat shit, and then like yeah. I guess had to just sit there in amazement as I never got thin. <laughs> like we never had chips or cookies. We had diet soda. We were eating like low yeah. fat dressings. I remember we had like low fat mayonnaise and all that shit. And I'm sure she was just like, "There's no fucking way he stays fat. I don't care how many sandwiches he eats after school. It's fucking low fat. And if it's low fat, how can he have fat if there's no fat in his right?" Food? And I remember like, like and and like fast forward to now where I'm like at work and I'm like you know what all I'm gonna eat the whole day is pieces of bacon and sausage links <laughs> and I've lost like seven pounds since I started working <laughs> and yes that has something to do with like I have a 20 minute walk to work each way or 25 at a boy but like there is really I think something to like a more ketogenic diet where you're right. using fat as your fuel yeah. As opposed to this bullshit, oh, you gotta, you gotta stack carbs, bro. You gotta stack carbs. Everybody knows. You gotta stack yeah. carbs. And it's so nonsensical that now just having like a little bit of removal from it, you can, like, can you do, like, think back in your memory to when you were younger mm-hmm. and you're out around, like, anywhere around downtown or eating, eating anywhere to eat near Bloomsday when you're younger and just watching people, like, Shove so much fucking pasta into uh, their yeah. face. You got a carbo load. Got a carbo load for tomorrow. I got a car. I got to eat these and, simple uh, sugars so that tomorrow I got a bunch of energy. Right, and like even someone, even if you go seven and a half miles, no matter how fast you do it, yeah, you could not burn the amount of calories that they were eating. No, and whatever they. Had. No, I mean like maybe if you were eating like a small. Like, the, vegetable pasta, no cheese, like, maybe. Right. No, not a ton of oil. But not a hat. You can't eat a half a pan of lasagna. And right, and you don't get a... Oh, I'm just going to walk off right. in a stroller group tomorrow <laughs> as I stroll. Yeah, like, I don't know how you can think you're going to be an elite athlete yeah. if any part of your meal I last to, night had the word Alfredo. I have to it. mosey seven and a half miles tomorrow. <laughs> I mean... I need 3,000 calories. I kind of want to do Bloomsday this year. <laughs> I want to I do Bloomsday and carbo-load while I'm doing it. Right? That's what I mean, though, right? I, I might be able to get Bloomsday off. Like, I'm basically for sure always working weekends from now on in the yeah. morning. But because they shut the roads down that surround my work, apparently it's, like, super slow on Bloomsday. Hmm. And, uh... You guys weren't there last year, but I had a I had what turned into a pretty decent little porch party for Bloomsday. Oh yeah, 
because my house is like right on the route. That's right. And I really want to do that again. And if I can't, you should have a spaghetti feed on your porch. <laughs> hey, you guys got seven more miles. You guys just three quarters of a mile from downtown to here. You <laughs> should fuel up. <laughs> you got almost seven more miles, guys. No chops, Son of a. Dude, that's what they did uh, to me last some... time. And then, and then, that what do you know? Somewhere. I'm the kind of person that just owns chopsticks. Just use two pencils. Yeah, dude. Use two. And besides, no one wants to use plastic chopsticks. Just gonna throw it away. But <laughs> I would, dude. Casey bought a pizza. Call him down there. Call down there and ask him <laughs> to bring you some chopsticks. <laughs> Look, you can put the same and delivery fee on it. Just bring me some Stop for a gallon of milk on your way. Just gonna eat it with these tongs. <laughs> There you go. Just, Just mix some, mix it with some milk and put it in the blender. <laughs> you are not letting go of that milk. No, thing. no. It is stupid. Isn't it is it? stupid. That's the best part. No one gets how like we take it seriously enough to do it. Right. We take it. We take it seriously That's enough it. to show up. Right. And like, and like, you might think, well, Dad, you're never gonna get famous. I mean, I listen to Mark Maron, and you're, and you're like, well, here's the thing, guys. You can think all you want. I don't know. I guess it made him famous, but it's like, who didn't fucking know about Mark Maron before was, that podcast? He was doing comedy for like twenty years before he had a right. He was on podcast. national television the multiple reason, fucking times. The big made specials. Him, the reason it made him famous is because he knew all these people that. Uh, that yeah. people would want to listen to. Dude! It's like the thing with the Nerdist, right? Like, I like Chris Hardwick. He's yeah. a cool enough dude. But, like, I don't think he's necessarily so, 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 so much funnier than me. Much more driven and probably a lot more talented. Okay? Right. Those things for sure. Yeah. But intrinsically funnier than me? I don't think so. Mm. He is funnier because he's worked much, much harder. Right. But, like, coming up on that podcast when it started, the first three years were just him being like, hey, who's the kind of famous person I know that's around because I live in L.A.? <laughs> you want to talk about comedy for a little while? Cool, you should come talk about comedy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, how is that not going to fucking just... Here's a no-name podcast, but they've got this guy on it. You know, <laughs> or, like, they've got Jim Gaffigan or Eddie Pepitone or, like, fucking who the fuck ever. And you're like, yeah. okay, well, those are dudes who have fucking name. They have cachet. And then once you're like, they oh, it's Chris Hardwick. Brand. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, it's Chris Hardwick. You remember the guy from Singled Out? Yeah. He got to stand next to Jenny McCarthy for like four years. I know. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he's not autistic. <laughs> But uh, chat's gonna be really loud in the room. I know. <laughs> Fuck. I get it. Rim shot. More like rim job. <laughs> we gotta do one episode with a soundboard. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's gonna be so good. Just one episode. I'm gonna get. Oh man. Like uh, that'll be the death of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, like when we jump the shark. So, like, so. that's how we're going to jump the shark, is to get the fucking soundboard. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like listening to those guys till they got <laughs> sound. Right? Till they got a You know, the soundboard was, or the soundboard was cool even yeah. for the first couple episodes. I mean, I even, I even, like, I hung out during the slide whistle years. <laughs> <laughs> and then once I got a full soundboard. The problem with the soundboard is that it would start out well intentioned yeah. and slowly devolved to just that one reggae air horn noise <laughs> just constant I feel like we could do that now yeah I have it on want. my phone I know <laughs> but I don't know immediately sorry that I brought it up <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know if the phone will play the air horn noise and record time. a voice memo at the same time and I don't give a fuck if there's a fancier recording <laughs> software or program we should be using. We're using the goddamn voice memo function of the fucking iPhone. Because, uh, as my now ex-fiance so succinctly put it, I have a drinking problem. Well. <laughs> okay, here's what I realized, right? You call that a drinking problem? 
Exactly. No, she it's, was at the... I'm not... I don't have a drinking problem. What I have a problem with is an income problem. If that right. makes sense. Because the sure. amount I want to drink... Like, as long as I have a full-time job, it really doesn't, like, impact too heavily on my life. Yeah. And if I have a full-time job where I'm making, like, more than minimum wage, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's pretty easy to just, like, <clears throat> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now, now that I have a full-time job where I'm making more than minimum wage and getting some tips here and there, yeah. like, that's back to, like, that's how drinking is meant to be supported. With your tips. Are you off the farm? I am off the farm. Well, so what happened was I drove... I, se- you were talking about your new job, but I, I drove 7,000 miles between November... No, I'm sorry, between August and mid-January. Uh-huh. And my truck broke down. And my primary role at the farm was delivery and sales. So when I didn't have a reliable way to deliver and sell the wheat, it just became an issue where it's like, you know, like, we're all buddies and all that, right? But you can't pay for just being buddies. You gotta pay people for doing a job. Yeah. And I wasn't able to fulfill the job. Right. And so I just, you know, we all just, it's an amicable thing, you know? You can't always work for a weed farm. Yeah. I'd like to, though. Who knows? Maybe I'll go back. Yeah, maybe. But... Uh, right now, I'm cooking again, and the place I'm cooking is legit, and, like, you leave with some tips most days, nice. and I cannot stress how that, like, leaving the place you work with 10 to $20 in your pocket immediately solves the problem of spending your money on booze. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously, more money than that would be super clutch, but if you're making, if you're walking out of where you work with, in addition to your wage... You know, 10 to 20 bucks. Right. That's your six pack. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or you can like use the 20, use that money to buy like, a, like your home beers. And then the next day is when you go like and work, you've yeah. got a couple bucks to go get a couple drinks at the bar. Yeah. You don't always have to go to the bar and drink like till you're blacked out. You don't? No, you don't. And I mean, I, you do? I struggled with that How when you I was younger. Out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. How do you black out, man? <laughs> Holy fuck! Because <laughs> you could only get, you can only get so drunk if you're serving yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to believe that, but it is not true. Yeah, it's not true at all. I have this thing. Do you ever this thing with like drinking where like feels like there's a plateau? Like the first three or like two to four shots or servings of alcohol as I go in, I feel inebriated. But at about four, even though I am getting more inebriated, my brain does not acknowledge that I'm getting more drunk. It's just like I'm having a lot more fun now. Do you think that's because you drink the first three (laughs) or four faster, slower, slower, slower? I think what happens is, like, the first... Okay, well, like, if I'm drinking, like, pints of beer, right? Yeah. The first two pints of beer, there's, like, a time period where if I don't get through them in that much time, I'm only going to have two pints of beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if I, like, am with my bros or blah blah you know what I mean? Yeah. But if I can drink two pints of beer over, like, a couple hours... For some reason, like, the full absorption and processing of the liquor, like, really, like, makes my head very light, if that makes sense. Whereas, like, once you're just stacking drinks on top of each other and they're just in the queue to process, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like, okay, I'm eight drinks deep now, but then I took what is essentially a shot that's, like, the size of two shots, and I'm drinking a mixed drink that's, like, four drinks. (laughs) You know, so I just, like... I'm drinking eight servings of this now, which I'm going to finish in a regular time and then go back for eight more. <laughs> I just think it's so hard to distinguish, like, oh, I'm really drunk. Mm-hmm. To, like, you're like, yeah, you're drunk, bro. That's that's what drunk is. Yeah. You're just drunk. That's partly why at a certain point, usually I can only sit down for, like, two drinks. You got to be mobile? And then I'll stand, well, 
I'll stand up to do something, like go to the bathroom or whatever, and I'll feel it, and then I'll go, oh, I gotta stand up. And right. I just don't, I can't, like, I can't sit down for so long while I'm drinking, because I'll, if I'm sitting down and I feel drunk, I'll know that I'm, I'll feel even more drunk if I stand. Okay. So, like, just the, get over the standing it, is a way to quell, like, I kind of get where it, you're at, you know but at I mean? a certain point, you're like, well, I'm drunk now. Right. Oh, I stood up. <laughs> hey! That, I don't know. We are going to smoke the weed now. What kind of weed? I don't know. <laughs> but I'll tell you... Well, I don't know. Uh, See if you can figure out from smoking that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Because I have a guess. I was given a severance, so to speak, by my employer. Mm-hmm. Or my previous employer. Because I was like, hey, I don't work for a weed farm anymore, so weed's like somehow a little tougher to come by, come by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a little harder to just find weed these days. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> they were like, hey, man, here's a little parting gift. Blah, blah, blah. That's I don't, nice. Yeah. I don't think it was like that. I just think they were like, hey, we got a ton of weed. <laughs> <laughs> and I get like super one hundred percent application of the law. Maybe I shouldn't. Have, I sh- you shouldn't say that kind of stuff. But it's like I don't want to be the guy that like bursts everybody's bubble. Right. But I, I can promise you that not every nugget is one hundred percent accountable. Well, it was probably from their personal. Home. Yeah. It was probably from their personal home. Uh, oh yeah. Supply anyway. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. But Most I just think, likely it was. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> I just think it's so ridiculous that's like, so the the bud tender at the store, like a guy like Matt George or Nick Cavassier, right? Right. Can get between like fourteen and thirty grams a week, <laughs> like just randomly, like not like Damn. those are the like the the legal numbers, but like that's just kind of what happens is there's so many fucking farms trying to give samples to the butt tenders mm-hmm. and they have to smoke them so they know they should buy them and then if they do buy them what kind of recommendations they should you know all that right, right. so it's a it's a fucking necessary part of the right. process but you get into a point where like uh we had this dude taylor that was working on the farm before i was out and he was dating a chick who was a butt tender and she's like he didn't have to buy weed because she just had so much fucking weed and oil and, like, you know, like, keef and all this shit. Because they're just, con- like, they're so right. fucking much. And, uh, and you know, it's just, like, the purveyors, though, like, the growers are legally allowed to sample one gram per strain per month. Which yeah. is just the most ludicrous fucking thing in the goddamn world because you're telling a grower right that they can test the weed in five pound lots but of that five pounds one gram is all you get to sample so a pound is like say it's like 450 something ish grams right and the weird like there's a remainder but we would always just use 448 because it breaks down into all the right you know what I mean? Yeah. So let's just use 448. So there's 448 grams, you know, in like a pound of weed. Right. And you're saying a lot can be five of those. <laughs> so like 2,500, like almost 2,500 grams of weed. Right. And you get to test one <laughs> of those grams to make sure that the whole thing of weed is good. Which like I would love to go to a brewer and be like, Hey man, how many how many barrels are you brewing? Fifty? Cool. You get a half pint. You get a teaspoon. You get a half pint at any stage of fermentation. You don't get to pick every, well, whatever's going on that month. You know what I mean? Like it'd be I mean last time I went to a brewery it was Orlinson. Because mm-hmm. that dude's a friend of my stepdad's. Yeah. And this was a couple years ago. But he had like eight, he had all six taps of beer that he was producing at the time just on tap. Right. In his brewery. Yeah. So they could all just drink beers and talk and then brew beer. <laughs> I 
And I was like, that's fucking sweet. I bet it'll be like that with weed. <laughs> nope. Nope. And now you got motherfucking Donald Trump. Yeah, you know, if you got more weed than that to sample on the as a grower, mm-hmm. you'd be surrendering America, Josh. You'd be, you'd be surrendering America to... To cannabis. What? Is that well, what you want to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I think... <clears throat> you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'll say it. I think it should be a mandate. I don't think it should Good. be a choice. I think it should be like a mandated thing what, for you people. Think people should have to smoke weed? Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And I'm not mm. saying we won't be... I'm not saying you couldn't get an exception. <laughs> there are people who will need exceptions. Those people are the people who always get panic. Some people just smoking herb, it's not good for them. It makes them panic. But that's not... No, you can't. No, I can. Okay. I mean... I can do whatever in, I want in, in my your, fantasy yeah, world. In your, yeah. In your fantasy yeah. island nation. Everyone would be required people. to smoke weed. Whatever, we get more than that to barter fair, dude. <laughs> we get thousands of people that'd be a part of that nation. <laughs> I mean, like, can we just have, just give us like I a just, sliver is, of Washington and this Oregon. This is what I would be kind of afraid of for your country, mm-hmm. for your nation that you're, that you're building. Yeah, it's, go ahead. Is, uh, I think it would be way too easy to invade hmm. for someone else to no and, and and I get where you're coming from right yeah but this is where the truth of what stoners are comes out and the truth of what stoners yeah, I are I guess they would fight really hard to protect all that well they would weird. but stoners are every kind of person that's true you know what I mean we all want to think that stoners are just like laid back, tie dye wearing, reggae listening dudes. You know what I mean? Right. But especially in Spokane, we have a large percentage of what I like to call like metal stoners or Hessian stoners. Yeah. That's true. You know what I mean? The kind of dudes who are going to get super baked and then go like work on their Trans Am in the front yard. Right. Because why not, man? I'm working man, on... Like, I wonder what you trans in. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's the same kind of shit. People like yeah. doing projects when they're stoned. <clears throat> and like, as much as like, you know, fucking college liberal stoners want to look down their nose at those kind of people, those are fucking good people too. They just want to get their shit done. You yeah. know, like, fuck the master grower at the farm was, a, was the most adamant gun nut I probably ever met <laughs> in my life. I met him. Yeah. <clears throat> he's very into guns. And you know what? He's a super big stoner. He smokes more weed than almost any person I know. <laughs> and he, yeah. like, the only time I ever felt unsafe was having a discussion about guns with him. Because <laughs> he's, he's that passionate about the subject. Right. And I guarantee you that if he were in that country, which he would probably come to, He'd be the first dude leading the militia, being like, be all right, like, you fucking pussies, we're going to smoke these joints, and then we're going to have fucking rifle then practice. Then we're going to run up that hill. Yeah. And then we're going to mm. run down the hill. Right. <laughs> Holding your rifle above your head the whole fucking time. Right. And if there's a bullet in the chamber, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to beat the piss out of you. <laughs> It'd be some, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> like, it's like everyone wants to think assholes are just this kind of person, or like, you know, like... The reality of it is, is that, like, we are a diverse species, and people, like, they're fucking stoners who voted for Donald Trump. That's a thing. That is a thing. I was dating one. (laughs) That is a thing. There are people who smoke weed on the daily who looked at this dude who is clearly not pro-weed smokers. Like, he might just be, like, ambiguous towards us, and that's fine. But he's not right. pro-weed smokers. Yeah. If you're pro-weed smokers, you don't fucking suggest Jeff Sessions as your attorney general. <laughs> because I am of the inclination that there is more wrong with the KKK than that they smoke weed. 
Those are my kind of people. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, fuck, man. Like, just give us a little sliver, and if to be there, you'll have to smoke weed. I think, like, if you could take San Diego, okay. those people, like the Southern Californian conservatives, and just eject them from Southern California to just anywhere else, we could make Southern California the, like, the stoner enclave. You know what I mean? Just, like, uh, be like the show, the OC. Mm-hmm. But just all weed. Oh. <laughs> I mean, everybody have, wants to You guys to get, could have your own real housewives. Fuck okay, yeah, uh, we could. So. Everyone wants to get all up in arms, but you like, traffic fatalities are down in states that legalize weed. Opioid abuse and addiction is down. Revenues yeah. are up for state tax pools. I don't get it, man. Yeah. And then the real fun, though, like, it's fun to, like, have that conversation with people right now because more people are starting to turn. They're starting to acknowledge this, the sheer, like, uh, like, st- like empirical reality of yeah, what legalized marijuana yeah, is. Everybody already knew it anyway. Right, but it's yeah. now there's traction because yeah, there's actual like numbers. Data. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and now, like, with, like, uh, even though it's illegal to do research on it or whatever, our state was like, fuck you, we're going to do all the research we want on cannabis. Right. Go fuck yourself. And so, like, as that goes on, people are going to be like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> and then, like, so, like, there's this weird growing wave of acceptance slash ambivalence towards, you know, being stoned. Yeah. <clears throat> Where people are like, yeah, whatever, man. But, like... <laughs> I like to take people who are ha- like you can see are like just like they just concede the point they're not passionate about it and then you lob like a total decriminalization of drugs at them yeah and just like watch their brains implode <laughs> as they're like I don't think heroin should be decriminalized <laughs> and you're like okay why because if you do hair and it's like all this stuff about like just is like wanting to judge people for having like mental illness and addiction right and you're like okay well like what if a dude could do heroin and he didn't have to steal your tv to pay for it he could just go to a treatment center mm-hmm. and like take his heroin from a clean needle and have medical supervision and like a reference to a social worker to be like hey man figure out a way to get off of it. Why are you doing heroin? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the way you're doing it. I, like, you do you and recreational party. But I don't know much of any recreational party that goes into your veins. Right. You know, if you want to bump a little heroin here and there, I guess go ahead. I figured out I like to smoke weed and I like to drink whiskey. <laughs> That's what I like to do. But I don't want to look down on other people for yeah. what they're gonna do and I'm not trying to say more people should try hard hard drugs I'm just saying we don't gotta treat those people like they're the worst people in the world like they're some like they're actual intentional criminals who are like oh man yeah I mean there's a lot of them that <coughs> didn't realize that they were uh, they had addictive tendencies mm-hmm. well addiction they is prone, so they were prone to addiction and addiction they tried is, the one they tried the one drug that's so Addictive. Okay. That you do it once and then you're like fucked. Yeah. Now, see, that's that though, right there. That thought process. Yeah. Is incorrect. Incorrect how? Incorrect how? Because you look at like uh, heroin addiction, right? Right. If you take heroin for 20 days in a row, right? On the okay. 21st day, you're chemically dependent. Okay. Um. Now, however, there's people all around us taking heroin every day. They're in hospitals. They're taking diamorphine, which is the prescription-level heroin. Some of them are on it for 20-plus days. And when they leave the hospital, they don't all become heroin addicts. Right? Right. Then the reason they don't, it goes back to, like, so the view of addiction that most Americans reference comes... I shouldn't have said the one time, but I know. you know what I mean. But I do, but it's like, <clears throat> the point I'm trying to make is that there isn't, it's not 
it's not the number of times you do a substance. It's the conditions in which you're finding yourself doing those things. Like, and by that I mean, so like, that model of understanding for addiction right. is based off experiments in which a dude put a rat in a cage and it had two water bottles, one with heroin or cocaine in it and one with plain water. And the rats would all OD till death on the drugs. But then in the 70s, this Canadian psychologist was like, well, that in no way represents what a rat's life would be. They don't live solitary lives. Right. So he took the rats and he put them in a big park with like shit to do and people like other rats to fuck and all this. And he had the heroin water and the regular water and zero rats. Well, no, that's okay. I, I misspoke. I know. About. <laughs> and I get that. I'm not trying to rake you over the coals about it. I'm just using when our like, thing as when a When I said, box. like, uh, prone to addiction, I meant... There are people that they're, are. that they're, like, yeah. not just their mental state, but, like, the mental state they're in was from that. Yeah. It was a product of that. Being uh-huh. that Dude, well... Being in the environment that would, like... I wouldn't say there isn't, like, a physical... Right. Like, there's, you know, like, certain people are children of alcoholics or other right. addicts. And uh, in the sense that there is such a thing as genetic memory, like... Right. Yeah, dude, it's way harder to be the kid of an alcoholic and not become an alcoholic. Right. But if there's other ways to get your body to release the same kind of thing. <laughs> right. Uh, it's, it's like, okay, so like the other, the other ex- quote-unquote experiment about this was the Vietnam War. Right? Tons and tons of soldiers did fucking smack during the war. Because yeah. they were taken against their will to a place where they could die at any moment. Right. And when you're in that position, heroin is like pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. But a ton of those dudes came back and didn't go to rehab, didn't go to treatment, just went back to their lives and families, and then they stopped doing heroin because right. they were like, hey, man, I feel fine. <laughs> right. I'm going to go fuck this chick, and we're going to go to dinner, and then, or maybe vice versa, who knows? Yeah. I don't need to shoot up in my arm because I'm like in a hole waiting for the VC waiting to come for, like yeah. <laughs> stab me with sticks that they pooped on. <laughs> Which, by the way... Pooped on sticks are specifically banned in war. Pooped on sticks, huh? Mm-hmm. It was one of the first things. Is that through your poop? Doesn't matter. Just any poop. Any poop. There, uh... Because, like, way back when wars were, like, super brutal, like, no guns, just all hand implements and shit. It was shit. a way to, like... Yeah, certain shit forces would, like, rub their swords and shit and shit. So that when they stabbed or slashed those dudes, they'd get, like, weird infections, right? And so there was, like, like a middle medieval time period treatise on me, like, hey, guys, no more putting shit in shit, okay? It's bad enough that this dude... Can we not fight on Sunday, and let's, like, let's put ourselves above the apes. Right, like... not literally throw shit. No more throwing shit, okay? (laughs) You cut that guy with a clean sword, he's still gonna die of an infection. It's going to take longer. Don't you want it to take longer? Right. Don't you want him to suffer? <laughs> War as hell. It doesn't have to be stinky. I agree. I think it's pretty. It's probably pretty stinky, especially the way they used to do it. God. No Except kidding. maybe the samurai. I can't get the Oscars play on the internet. Why would you want to watch the Oscars? He wants to see if he's up for an award. Yeah. Oh. I don't want to be the guy that ruins everything for you, but... Usually they contact you before. Usually it's the same year that you were yeah, in the movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this for Knights of Badassdom? No, man, different drummers. Different drummers. When is that? When was that from? That comes three years ago. <laughs> it comes okay. out in 2011. You guys are looking for a real good <laughs> flick to watch with someone pre-boning. <laughs> Can I find... Where do I find it? Amazon? What? Yeah. Different drummers? Different drummers. Can they order on Amazon? Ooh, I don't think you want to do that pre-boning. Yeah. It's pretty... Uh, you don't want to watch it pre-boning? Post-boning. It's pretty... Uh, oh. <laughs> so, watch it, then bone, and then watch it again. Yeah. Because you'll get different stuff from it. Oh, man. Don't okay. bone. Don't do that. Don't do that? It's about children. What's wrong with children? They come from boning. They are a direct result of boning. Right, but they're not. You guys are giving people terrible date, dating advice. No, I haven't. 
Well, why don't you shut your mouth? Well, you told me the plot. <laughs> oh, he's got you there. That's a good point. Did you get soup with your Chinese delivery? Yeah. Did you eat it? I ate half of it. What kind of soup? I'm gonna get done on that. Uh, egg, egg flour? flour. <coughs> no, but I'm gonna tell you, dude, I'm gonna eat mix, that. I'm gonna mix it with the whiskey. Yeah! Or just mix it with some other hot water. It's so congealed. Like, I, love it. I, have, yeah. I have the soup they gave me still in my refrigerator. <laughs> and it's like... It's just a solid mass. No, it's just still gelatinous. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, I haven't, I didn't leave it uncovered or something like that, but it's still gelatinous. Well, fuck, what a day. I'm going to say that weed is the 12th man, which is a blue dragon, purple OG Kush cross. Popularized by a couple buddies of mine. Nice. And then shit upon by Fat Panda. Who, now that I don't work for a weed company I can talk freely about, <laughs> fuck Fat Panda. Fuck it right in its fucking ass. I hope it fucking implodes. Wow. It won't. And the, the reason it won't is because, like, uh, <clears throat> there's a statute regarding weed in this state that you can't have a cartoon like logo or representing uh, representation yeah. that like appeals to children so some i've known uh, several farms that have had to change their branding because the state's like no man that appeals to kids but you know a fucking a panda in sunglasses apparently does not appeal to children children mm. hate pandas or sunglasses. And so they hate especially seeing pandas in sunglasses also wearing like those dopey kind of like Stussy style caps like the like yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and like they give out they went to Hemp Fest which is an 18 and over thing and they gave out like $20,000 worth of merch to 18 year olds and 19 like they didn't check people's IDs not that they should have to but it's like it's basically like Marlboro going to like the 14 year olds and be like, hey guys, you want some fucking coats? You want some jackets? Huh? You want some track pants? Right. You <laughs> know, like, of course those fucking kids are gonna smoke Fat Panda. <clears throat> and then the dickest thing they did is they have a strain. So we had a strain at the farm called 12th Man that's been around forever. They have a strain they call 12th Man Down, except. It's not a stable genetic. It's any different strain that they're having a hard time moving. Like, it's Mm. been different strains of weed. They've admitted to it being different strains of weed. (laughs) And it makes it hard for people to sell it because people don't know what the fuck they're getting when they buy it. Right. And then on top of that, it really shits on us, the small guy who's trying to sell a weed called the 12th man, when you got this big farm that can be everywhere putting out weed called 12th man down. Right that is just inconsistent. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a real fucking bummer. And uh, I turn down their weed anytime it's offered to me. <laughs> and I will continue to do so. Any of my acquaintances and buddies that work with them, this is not a personal stand against you. But, like, there was this... The cannabis thing in this state was supposed to be a way... It was supposed to be a way for people in the state to make a living. Yeah. You know, to start a new industry here. And it very quickly became a thing where the money didn't have to be from in-state anymore and all this mm-hmm. shit to where it's basically now it's just like, we're four, we're like five years from Costco week. Like yeah. that whole plan you heard about where they were contracting with one of the tribes on the west side. Yep. That's, I mean, I'm sure that happened. You know? They might yeah. not be growing it already, and but they're like the the groundwork is being laid, a hundred percent. You know, yeah. I'm glad I can buy booze at the grocery store now, but like Costco really fucked us over on that liquor thing. They did, yeah. The taxes. The taxes are higher, and the selection is way worse. <laughs> because at the grocery stores, it is. yeah, but there's no liquor stores anymore in the same way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you had to go to the liquor store, but the liquor stores were all the fuck over town. 
It wasn't the three total wines. Right. Or what hey, the uh, guess uh, they weren't open on Sundays. When you do your little podcast and you go buy liquor. The one on the South Hill was, because it was independent, state contracted. Yep. Shush. Ha! Bitch! Uh, but you're right, Dan. Most of them weren't. And that wouldn't bother us because yeah. we can plan ahead like adults. Yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> no, I did used to pick it up the day before because I'd remember. This podcast has been going for a long time. Yeah, Dan. Dan. What a dick. Casey, what do you got coming up? Uh, I don't have much going on until the end of April. Oh, okay. It's You've pretty, had a lot going on recently. Off. Yeah. So you need a little break. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Got to get the mojo yeah. back. I'm Good. okay with it. Nice. Uh, I'll be <clears throat> hosting at the Spokane Comedy Club at the end of April, the 27th through the 29th. For our, good, for? for our good buddy Gabe, Gabriel Oh, Rutledge. fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Stoked about that. You should be. Uh, hopefully, maybe he'll come on the podcast. He has before. Yeah. Um, he might be the one person from out of town that would, that would return. Well, I think Derek would. I don't think Derek's ever been on it. I thought he was, or was that just Emmett? Emmett came on. We lost that one when my computer died. Yeah. We have like three really good episodes guys, on that laptop. Because we had Louis C.K. on this, but the computer died. The computer fucking died. And that was crazy because after he left, we just opened the door and there was Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Just standing there. It's real weird. They just, they had all just come from the Nerdist. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, other than that. Come out to Gafai Yourself every Get Thursday at 10 p.m. at Nito Burrito. Nito Burrit. Watch for some cute new flyers around town oh. for that. Wait, did you already design them? Uh, no, someone else is doing it for me. Well, is it done yet? Uh, it's close. Why? Put our podcast name on it or something. Okay. And then I'll put that on my Tuesday ones. Oh, I can message him. You know what I mean. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Let's do business talk off the air. Smart. Or whatever you call really it. Really smart. We don't want to give know. everybody our plans so that they can then yeah. be as so successful can... as we are. <laughs> yeah. At this point, they have step by step, <laughs> step instructions of... Uh, God, now you guys know how to do everything we're doing. <laughs> I'm sure something will come up between that now and then, you know, uh, for me. That's true. Also, be my friend on Facebook. Oh. Just Casey Strang. Yeah, well, let's get back to the social meets. And uh, I'm on Twitter, at Casey underscore Strang. woo Put a cute little tweet up this afternoon. No, you didn't. I did. Holy fuck. I did. It was about Panda Express. Jesus Christ. God. This part, and we... And I'm pretty and? sure I just put up my very first Instagram post. No! This past Thursday. <laughs> what? I gotta re-update. I gotta retune my fucking notifications. <laughs> I missed all this stuff. It's a big, big weekend for Casey. Big weekend for big Casey. Weekend. Uh, I'm going to be on the yeah. Dope Show tonight. Dope Show. The Dope Show, which doesn't matter to anyone that's hearing this. <laughs> Unless you were there, and then we can share a secret chuckle right now. Because <laughs> oh, you were there. Yeah. Um, this is like time traveling. Exactly. Me. Which you don't get to see a lot unless you watch the Uber like, every day. Oh, shit. Was I at the Dope Show, <clears throat> or was it a dream? Either way, that's about how good the show's going to be. Like a fucking dream. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Kellyanna's going to be there. I'm a replacement. I'm a replacement. Uh, someone canceled, and I live in the city where the show was occurring. Uh-huh. And I am a known weed comic. Uh-huh. Who is personal friends with the producer. You say comedy, Josh comes walking. You say weed, Josh but, comes a-running. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, jogging. Yeah. Trotting. 
She uh, comes trotting. Comes wind sprinting. <laughs> Come running twenty yards at a time to an and intervals. stopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be on the dope show. Dope. Pretty show. stoked about that. Um, and then I don't really have a lot lined up because You're not on a drinking debate team. I'm not on a drinking debate team Me either. Me I was asked to be a captain. You declined? At first I said yes, because I just had got a new job, and it's been a while since people have been asking me to do things. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, dude, someone asked me to do a thing. And then I, like, checked with my superior at the time, and I should not have said yes, so I politely declined. Oh. Oh. So, um, plus it's like, <clears throat> I have trepidation about that. You know what I mean? No. Nope. Uh, well, you know, if you're familiar with my history in that format, <laughs> then, you know, uh, you might be able to put together that, like, while I do enjoy that format, and I'm uh-huh. pretty good at it, I'm not necessarily trying to make that show get to be the biggest thing that ever happened. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I am and I aren't. Well, you make up your mind. You know what I mean? Uh, I mostly am over it. But, you know, like, every now and then I'm a sensitive Sally, so go blow yourself. Right. You know? Well, we all are. The show's good for the scene. The show is good for the scene. Any, like, I would say any show is good for the scene. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, I know you can really fuck off on a show, but, like, at least you're trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and the scene's growing right now. Brandy's got a show. Mm -hmm. You and I have our open mic things. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing doing a show coming up. Ken's got his open mic. Daryl's running Chance. There's the fucking comedy club, which has really started to pick up the pace on booking locals, it yeah. seems like. Dan, what are you doing? I am so hungover. That's not what I wanted to hear. You I'm had a show? The comedy Confessions. Okay. At the Pin. Okay. On March 6th. Scotty <coughs> Jesus, myself, Mary like Riley, and we're oh. telling jail tales. Why is why jail is tales. have you been to jail in Mexico and Harry and Scott? Harry has not been to jail. He's got some story he wants to tell. Oh, of course he does. He's got all kinds of stories. He makes them up as he goes. He was probably a jail guard somewhere. Yeah, if talk. anyone, Scotty <laughs> is the perfect fit for that show. Yeah, it's gonna be funny. And then yeah. I believe I am next behind Scotty in terms of number of days of jail time served. Hmm. Maybe Greg? I'm thinking. My time was short, but memorable. <laughs> you went to another country, so you uh, you get a pass. Like uh, You get an auto-pass inclusion. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at ShimShammy. S-H-I-M-S-H-A-M-M-I-E. Mm-hmm. That's all social media platforms, except for Pinterest. And Grindr. Huh? Is that your Grindr? No, you don't get a screen name on Grindr. It's like Tinder. You, know. you have to be yourself. I don't need to know. I'm using inference because I'm on Tinder. And Bumble. Check him out on Bumble, ladies. Check me out on Bumble, ladies. Right? And you could try Josh T. Ford. I have at Josh T. Ford. I've got a Josh T. Ford comedy page. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's on Facebook. I got an artist page that I don't promote at all. It's all there, well, waiting for you to discover waiting, it. Waiting for the success to come to it. Well, really, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be mindful of the fact that, like, I'm... I think I'm decently funny, but I'm not a thing. Right. I don't have a commodity value price yet, but I, you know, I should. I should have been working toward that, but I didn't. Oh, and then if you want, um... Some really good out of the box merch ideas get a hold of me because that's my new thing. Not I'm not gonna make them for you, but I'm great at spitballing things that you can sell that aren't t-shirts, 
that you can get made custom for you or that you can do minimal investment or work to make custom. You know what I mean? Because as much yeah. as everyone wants to sell CDs and T-shirts, you know what I mean? There's very few people, you know what yeah. I mean? There's, you, you there's need very a, few people selling commemorative spoons. Well, or, right, uh, but there's a lot more room in the middle. Right. All right, I'm going to go smoke a ton of weed. Cool. Weed. Smoke some weed on the Delp Show. The Delp Show. Cheers to Tyler Smith. Love you, buddy.